This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the best social media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. She's so confident there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now on with the show. Okay, welcome everyone to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today we have our newest series, which is titled Fireside with Facebook. Now, what we've done is teamed up with the real estate team at Facebook to produce regular episodes designed to help agents better use Facebook and their entire product suite. Uh, And we have Scott Shapiro, who is a senior client partner at Facebook with us as our, our regular guest. Uh, let me tell and our co-host, I should really call him a co-host. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, that's a step up from a guest for sure. Let me tell you a little bit about Scott. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Scott Shapiro is a senior client partner on the real estate team at Facebook where he focuses on engaging with key clients and their ecosystem partners to develop marketing solutions and strategies to drive business forward. Now, in addition to the client partner role, Scott also serves as the industry relations liaison between between the Facebook real estate sales team and the real estate industry, helping to educate agents, brokers, and leaders on Facebook's platforms and best practices. He is the real estate guy. Now, prior to joining Facebook, Scott was a sales exec at ABC, where he participated in sales advisory roles, acting as a consultant for both digital and sports teams. Um, Scott, welcome uh, once again to Keeping It Real. Um, This is our second fireside chat, and we are beyond excited to have you on the show. Likewise, DJ. I I look forward to these. I think... uh... One, you know, I enjoy our conversations and I think because we have conversations, hopefully the agents feel that, you know, they're not being lectured, um, but rather just participating in a conversation, frankly, about how we can empower them to do better things on on our platforms, reach their business objectives and goals better. So um, always love being part of the uh, episodes that we put together. Yeah, thank you. And um, this is such so important to our audience because uh, in fact, just prior to this call, I was talking to an agent and a, 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 a prospective agent, an agent who works at another company that was thinking about joining our firm. And he, I, this comes up all the time. And he said, what do you guys do to help me with my Facebook marketing? And I said, well, I said, actually, funny you say that. So then I said, by the way, we just started this new series. Um, So this is, and and from our listeners, the biggest question that we get with respect to marketing has to do with social media is how do I, how do I better promote myself on Instagram and Facebook specifically to either attract more buyers or sellers to me or to promote my existing clients, you know, listings. Um, How do I actually use it in a way that makes sense? Should I be, you know, advertising? Should I be boosting? Should I just be doing organic? Should I be doing everything? Should I have a business? page, do everything on my personal. There's so many questions. And I love that we're going to be unpacking these uh, throughout this entire series. 
Yes. It's, it's, it, it's a great reminder for us. We know it every day. This is what we get up to do at Facebook every day for our team. But it's really great the way you frame that. Um, I, we know it intrinsically, but it's really great to have the validation that we're hearing it from a leader such as yourself in the space. And really excited to unpack the content that you and I have been talking about because I think end of the series, the goal should be that if somebody listens to these in sequence, that they will get those questions answered. Um, and that's really what we're excited about. We're really putting our, our foot forward this year um, to be more active in the marketplace so that they that the ecosystem hears from Facebook directly versus, you know, there are a lot of folks who know how to do it and they're wonderful, but I think there's nothing better than frankly hearing it from us since we live, breathe, and eat the platform. Absolutely. And we're so excited that there is a team that is able to have these regular communications and that you're willing to take time out of your, your busy uh, work schedule to do it. It's a real honor for us to have you and uh, we're excited. So I know that you, your team had recently published um, a guide for real estate agents, which is so great because um, I, I've read through it multiple times. Um, and it, it's the most recent version of the guide. It's from June, um, which is called the Real Estate Professional's Guide to Success. And we're going to be going through that over several episodes in detail. But can you talk a little bit about what this guide is and, and why agents should should be you know reading and, and viewing it? Yes, absolutely. So this was about a six-month process. Um, I think one of the things that we've realized is that you know we have a vast array of expertise in the real estate industry on our platform. So we see it from people who really understand how to optimize Facebook and Instagram to be a fantastic lead generation and demand generation platform to agents, to your point, who really struggle with the basics of what do I do? Um, yeah. What we realized probably at the beginning of the year, we had an internal conversation is, you know, have we provided tools? Have we provided resources for the industry to answer those questions? And the answer overwhelmingly was kind of, sort of, but not really. And so um, myself and a couple of others on the team were working with our marketing team, um, our comms team put together a guide. We, and we really sat down and thought about this from the standpoint of the local agent or broker or property manager. Um, this isn't basically digital speak. This is common sense speak to help the agent or to help the broker, or help the property manager, the end user who's a local SMB understand how to use our platform better. Um, I think we feel it's incumbent upon us to speak with a first party voice. This is the first of a couple of different things that we'll be doing over the course of the next six months. Back to your introduction to answer those questions that the industry has. Yeah, that's that's so welcomed, and uh, you know, better who better to hear hear it from than from the company itself. There are many, many guides that individuals have put together or other organizations about how to best use the Facebook suite of tools uh, for real estate purposes, but to actually get the the data directly from from the mothership, so to speak, is is really, really exciting. And this, so just to have everyone who is either viewing or, or listening, we are going to be, um, th this will be available in, uh, if you're listening to this episode, it's in the show notes. If you're viewing this live, we'll put a link to it on uh, the Facebook. Facebook page. By the way, everyone um, should follow us on Facebook too, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. We'll have the guide there along with all the episodes uh, that we're doing with Scott. Um, but talk, can you talk a little bit more about the guide and, and, you know, I know we're not going to get into specific detail, but sort of why it was created and, and who it's for. Sure. It is for an end local professional and SMB who is in real estate. So as I think about it, it's the broker who might be thinking about using media on Facebook and Instagram. It's the agent 
thinking about using Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising. It's also for property managers. Um, we understand that, you know, obviously this speaks more to for sales side, but we also have a large group of folks, property managers who are also involved in advertising on our platform and making sure that, you know, even if it's a local mortgage officer who's in real estate or a title officer, you know, however you think about being a local SMB, being the CEO, CMO, CTO, the COO of your business. Sure. This guide is really designed for anybody who, it, you know, thinks about it in the terms of, you know, I'm a local business, it's a complex series of platforms. I know it's successful, but I don't quite know maybe all of the things I need to do. And frankly, also, we wanted to ship some consumer insights in reports. So I think people intrinsically know that Facebook is an important channel to be on, but we wanted to ground it with some facts. We also wanted to do some um, demystifying of the platform there. Again, to your point, TJ, one of the things that I see when I prior to COVID when we go out to large conferences is a lot of questions and a lot of, well, I heard this, is this right? And so we have right. even a little section about myth busting just so that it's clear on you know what should you do? And that's really the goal of the guide. It's to really empower that local end user who's the, basically they run their own business and they're in real estate and how can they take advantage of our tools to get that success? Yeah, the, the myth busting is, is really a neat part about this guide because there are so many, you know, uh, rumored uh, sort of ideas about, about how Facebook promotes uh, organic posts versus paid. Uh, what's the difference between boosting versus creating a, a traditional ad account with ads? Um, you know, how does the, the lead forms work on the ads? Uh, many of our listeners probably aren't even that familiar with, with the lead forms, which, um, or the lead ads, I guess we should say, which are a newer addition to the advertising platform, which, um, which I was made aware of months, months ago, and I started using it in our own uh, recruiting efforts to try to attract agents to our office. And it worked incredibly well. And um, thankfully, I, I was able to get some really good information directly from Facebook about it. And we'll be able to share stuff like that here as well, which is very, very exciting because I think there's so many parts of Facebook that, I mean, agents know, you know, how to do status updates, uh, mm -hmm. how to promote a listing probably, you know, through an organic post. But then the question is, hmm, what should I do? next um, and so I'm, I'm excited to actually have those conversations to to you know to train and teach the agents how to best use it and one of the things we did in the guide and there there's more forthcoming um, which we will cover is the difference between doing the self-serve and using a partner and why do you use a partner maybe you should use a partner um, sure. I think as you unpack the idea of the complexity of the platform versus using somebody who's developed technology built upon Facebook's platform specifically for real estate. I think that's really an important delineation and our teams have worked really closely with certain companies over the past couple of years to make sure that those tools really align to best practices. So again, one of the things we want to make sure of is that every dollar spent, every penny spent leads to the business outcome that you put that hard earned money into and so there's a section about that. And it's our first foray into kind of talking more about partners, what you should look for and what you should think about, because um, oftentimes what we find is performance via a partner is far superior to then what you can do, unless you are an absolute ninja on the platform. Sure. And I, I know a couple, but you know, they're a dime a dozen as far as really being able to get deeply involved in our tools and really complex. So um, that's something else that we'll probably want to touch on and help the, help the folks uh, align to. 
Yeah, I, I received an email uh, earlier today. So I had, uh, I, I put, I was telling Scott before we started, I put it, or I forgot, Scott, I think I said this. Uh, I, I have such a crazy day. I, my head is, is still spinning. But uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I put an offer on a property and we're, we're hoping that it, that it goes through. And um, so just today I got an email uh, unrelated to, to the transaction, but the, that somebody on the MLS, another realtor, I put myself in as my own client. So they don't know that I'm a realtor, but they sent me an email through an automated system through the MLS that says, Hey, I saw you were interested in this. And it's called reverse prospecting. And it's a function of the particular MLS that we have here in Chicago. But then this particular realtor said, Oh, I've got this other listing you should be looking at. And so that I thought that was pretty cool. And um, so I've, I've been getting some of these emails over the last you know few days because I, I was really interested in this one property and they probably track that to some degree inside of our local MLS. And it made me really think about how hyper-specific you can also get with your advertising in Facebook. You know, I, I'm on a board for a nonprofit and we have a very specific group of, of, of people that we want to get our message out to. Um, there's, there's a geographic component to it. There's a demographic component to it. And what I love so much about Facebook, and this is such a cool thing that I bet most realtors either don't know how to do or maybe don't even know is possible is you have the ability to, um, you know, to dictate um, who you're targeting in your advertising. Of course, always being compliant with fair housing guidelines, but there are ways to do that. And Facebook has made it actually pretty easy to learn those steps or to find a partner that can do it for you. And it is so cool that you can get that, that granular and actually find exactly people who might be interested in your services or your listing. Yeah, and I think, you know, to pivot, I think one of the big things that we talk a lot about when I go to conference, do appearances or, you know, series such as the one you and I are doing is there, there is the idea of social media advertising. I would tell folks, take a step back and think about it this way, which is be a mobile marketing master first. Yes. And Facebook and Instagram among others, fit into that mold. So the reason why is, you know, and, and this is sort of the opening salvo to what we talk about in the guide, which is your consumers are on mobile. You know, it's the most personal, ubiquitous device that's ever been designed. I mean, no two phones. You know, if we, if we had a thousand in front of us, um, no one has the same apps. No one has the same thoughts on, you know, the same devices. No one has the same operating systems. You know, it's so personalized. Sure. That, you know, if you think about it, um, I'll give an anecdotal story. You know, I often ask at conferences, you know, who would, what would you be more concerned about losing? Your cell phone or your car keys? And inevitably, oh. the entire room puts its cell phone. Cell phone, yeah. Right. And part of the funny yeah. part is, you know, you can now start your car from your cell phone. So, right. <laughs> right. you know, so again, yeah. I think those are things, um, DJ, that we can kind of dive into and give, you know, as kind of an opening, um, some interesting consumer insights for folks um, that are in the report as kind of that opening salvo, because it really is the reason to use Facebook and Instagram as a marketing and a communication tool is because they're mobile first. Um, they're the primary and largest apps that folks use on their mobile device. And that just allows you to have a universe where you're reaching and prospecting, reaching current and hopefully future consumers. 
And, and also getting really granular about the products, right? So for example, Facebook Live, we're going to spend time on that specifically mm -hmm. to make sure people know how powerful that tool is and how much Facebook currently is prioritizing live video. Um, yep. They want live video. They, they, they show it uh, at, at, you know, they, they show it to your, to your followers. They want you to use this platform and real estate agents are in such a unique position to be able to use tools like Facebook Live, to be able to showcase listings, to be able to to, you know, even, uh, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of ways that they can use it. Um, and I know we'll get into more detail about that in future episodes, but there are so yeah. many great tools. I, I'm excited to, uh, to, to go down that path with you. Yeah, I think, I think the first thing, so one, I think one thing to always realize in real estate is that um, we are blessed as an industry to have content that people want to engage with. So I work across several verticals that have local focus, um, serving on a couple of task force internally and, you know, verticals that have really, really localized end users. It's hard. It's harder for those advertisers to break through with their services just based upon sure. you know, what are you, what are you showing the consumer? You know, if you think about it, you know, things such as live using the right type of video stories, the yes. right type of marketing message we're all watching a bunch of HGTV. It's no different than sitting on Facebook or Instagram as a platform right. and consuming that same content. It's no different except you, your services and expertise and the listing you may have or may be inquiring about on behalf of a customer are the star. And I think that's the thing that, you know, if you kind of ground this back to ba brilliant basics, it's your services and your expertise or your brand. And that allows you to control your narrative to state why you're important to the process of home buying, what you can do for a potential client, whether it's, you know, selling and or buying. So, you know, buy side, sales side. Sure. And then frankly, if you are an agent that has the listing and you're representing a client, really using the listing as the hero and the thing that people want to inquire about. At the same point in time, also stating your expertise. So it's, it's that way that you can show different sides of the coin. And frankly, there are very few industries that have that type of content that really breaks through on our platform. You know, automotive is one, um, obviously gaming, but you know, it's, it's harder for certain verticals to really break through with that kind of engaging content that people want to consume. So always know that the power that you have is the content generation and the yes. way that you can distribute. Yeah, we we've had we do a regular series with a uh, an Instagram expert. Well, she's a social media expert across m many different products, but Facebook and Instagram are her two biggest. Instagram being her number one, and we talk so much about how to create content that's useful and valuable to the people you're looking to, to, uh, to influence, um, whether they're buyers, sellers, renters, investors, or just people that maybe want to help you grow your business. There are maybe friends and family or your sphere of influence. And we talk a lot about how to create that content. And it isn't just, you know, posting, Hey, here's my new listing, check it out. And, or here's this open house tour I'm going to do on Facebook live, which of course is part of the overall strategy of marketing a property or, or letting everyone know what you're up to. But there's also, an, as you were mentioning, like an overarching strategy of, of content creation that you can, you can employ and it doesn't have to be a super complicated and difficult 
thing. Um, but you need to know the tools and, and you need to know when to use the tools for what specific purpose. Um, but as real estate agents, we know so, so much of a real estate agent's marketing initiatives happen on social, right? They're, they're happening on Facebook and Instagram specifically. Those are the two big platforms. And so um, we, we just couldn't be more excited to continue this series. But um, yeah, so, so, what, so what, else, what else would you like to cover today about the guide? I think the first thing is just some top level stats about what we're seeing both in the industry and on Facebook. And I think that's a great segue to just, you know, give the grounding of why these things matter. So if you ground yourself in why does this matter, yeah. then deploying the tools becomes sort of the second tier to it. So, you know, one thing we know is that 50% of consumers talk to only one agent before making up their mind on who to work with. So, Again, we think about this as, you know, it, this is a pure, where are consumers, where are they interacting, and it's Facebook and it's, it's Instagram. So making sure you break through. So part of what you want to think about is, why do I want to market? Why do I want to market with the mobile first mindset? It's that, 50%, you know, make that one decision, that one conversation, that one interaction. That's the decision point. Um, we know that home buyers, 79% of them are surveyed. They're using online resourcing at some point in their search. So they're coming into the, pro they're coming into the process, we know, really, really educated. However, they need the agent to complete that and have that level of expertise. And then when you think about mobile, just since 2014, so six short years, 76% of millennials look at mobile to search properties. 61% of Gen X, which I'm in. And then, you know, we, we often forget, you know, the use of mobile tools by baby boomers and silent generation. You know, 35% of baby boomers are actually looking at content real estate related searches and content either to buy or to sell on mobile. And I think it speaks to the ubiquity again of the mobile device and again, the use of Facebook. So when we think about, well, only young people, only millennials are on these devices, only millennials are using these platforms. That's absolutely not the case. It's, it is universal. And so I think that's something that in our research, we wanted to make sure the industry heard. Um, and then frankly, the other thing is that local businesses matter. So eight of 10 people that were surveyed, this is um, an e-marketer report from a year ago, actually interact with a local business on mobile. So again, you know, Facebook provides, Facebook and Instagram provide that conduit, that door, you know, you don't have to have a huge crazy website to be able to be on mobile and have a conversation with the consumer. And the other thing that was fascinating to us when we did some research, DJ, was we get a lot of questions about the Facebook page. Okay, so we know Facebook pages are needed for advertising, but a lot of questions that I get at conferences as do, do members of our team is why do I need a page? I have a huge friend network. I'm doing it for sure. my personal page. Three and four consumers visit a U.S. Facebook page once a week for local. Seventy-five percent of Facebook users in the United States that is visit correct. a Facebook page of a local business at least once a week. That's an incredible statistic. And so, as a, the reason I'm kind of thinking about the math, and we'll get into this, is you know how many people are on Facebook each and every day. You know, if you think about it, I believe we have over 220 million people times 75%. You know, start to do the numbers. It is a huge percentage of folks who use Facebook as a search engine to seek out and find local businesses. And I think a lot of folks, that's not intuitively how they think about our platforms, but actually outside of Google, our search traffic within Facebook is 
absolutely astronomically huge. You'd be stunned at some of the numbers. So it's just another thing to think about as to, you don't have to be the New York Times real estate section to have a page, but you should be providing value, not only the listing, but you know, how do you get in front of them? We'll talk about live and some of these other things from a content perspective to provide local expertise. Because again, that's what the consumer's looking for. That's why they're going to that Facebook page. Right. They're, yeah, they're looking for information. They're, maybe they're looking to read reviews about your business. Maybe they're looking for content um, or just under, information about, you, you know, the business. And, and, you know, it's funny, over the years, I've been recruiting agents for over about 10 years now. And um, so I, I work in a little bit of a different space than a traditional realtor who's out working with the public. I work with realtors. And I am shocked uh, at how much it has shifted even in the past 10 years of realtors who visit our business page for our, our real estate company, who uh, then, you know, hopefully link out to our external website, which, which has all the information they would need to know about joining us. But we have to constantly provide content on Facebook that is targeted to helping them think, you know, about, about us as a company, also help mm -hmm. how they could grow their business. And we get so much traffic from that. Now, you know, if, if I was doing all of this on an external website and hoping that I could somehow drive traffic there, um, I would have to deal with a lot of SEO issues, you know, search engine optimization. I'd be competing with so many other variables and other websites of companies who also want that same traffic. And we sort of forget that Facebook is a central hub for so much of that traffic. And so what we can really start to focus on is our branding and our content is how do we provide such unbelievable content throughout, you know, within a Facebook page, for example, for my business, that it's going to naturally attract people to me. And, and then how do I target those people I want to using some of the other tools? It's very, very exciting. Well, when you and I met, the first place I went to was Facebook. You know, yeah. I searched, you know, like when we were yeah. introduced, I was like, well, I'm going to learn yeah. about DJ. I'm going to learn about who he is. And, you know, it was there because again, you know, you've done that content generation. You have that presence. I mean, that's just one real life example of making a connection to a person through the platform. Um, and I think, again, it, it, it's something that we get a, a lot of questions about. You know, the, the biggest thing is um, the person who you are when you go out into the community really is as a business person. And yes. it has been this weird conversation of, well, I've got friends and it's like, but frankly, it limits you from a marketing perspective. I also think it's a little bit like when you walk into a bar and the record scratches and it goes quite off, a little bit off the, off the rails if you guys have sure. ever seen the movie. Because again, you know, you, is, you, you are your business, but your business is what you're advertising and or promoting. And I think that, um, even from a communication standpoint and a tracking standpoint and a lightweight interface to do so many different things. Um, the page is important. We're talking much more about it because we've seen a need to clarify that narrative. Um, and the other narrative that is sometimes missed amongst folks in real estate, you know, I hear a lot of you know, people are leaving Facebook. It's like it's very, that's interesting because we have 168 million Americans who use it every day. What does that number mean? Um, that's if you added the audience of the Super Bowl, the Academy Awards, the Grammys, which are the top three usually TV events of the year. Sure. That wouldn't even come, it wouldn't equate to the total number of people on Facebook each and every day. So again, you know, when we talk about how do we demystify things that you may have heard in the ecosystem, people are on Facebook, they are still on it. And, you know, frankly, 168 million people um, is certainly a large percentage of the population 
217 million people access Facebook every month on mobile, which is 70% of the entire population. Um, and an hour and 15 minutes is spent on social media every day. And I believe between Facebook and Instagram, of the 75 minutes, we have about 60 minutes spent wow. on average between the two platforms. So again, these are things just as you and I were talking and prepping for the show, you know, prior to COVID traveling the country, um, these are questions we get. And so in the guide, we wanted to make sure they were there. You know, how do you answer that question? I'm hearing such and such from such and such website about Facebook. Well, here right. it is. I mean, these are stats. And by the way, these are statistics we report in our earnings report. So they're verifiable. Um, a lot of the studies that we put into the um, guide come from eMarketer. They come from Burrell. They come from Media Radar. They come from Zillow. They come from a lot of you know leading verifiable sources. So again, I would say, you know, separate the wheat from the chaff. The part of the guide here is to really provide clarity for you. Should you have these questions? Should you hear something? It's like, well, you know what? Let me access the guide. What is Facebook actually doing? How many people are on Facebook? What you know? How much is being done on the platform? And then the last thing I would say, DJ, is kind of like to kind of end this section. And then I think the one thing I wanted to cover before we sign sure. off today is around partners. It's just that Facebook is also a platform for real estate shopping. Um, so if you look at Facebook and Instagram, and then you look at the other six most popular platforms online, so YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, Reddit, LinkedIn, Snapchat, um, this doesn't include TikTok, so just calling that out. But across the other six, um, people are much more likely to buy what they see from our website and our platforms than others. And what we also found from a uh, study that was done actually in your neck of the woods, the Chicago Agent Monthly Magazine. Sure. 65% of home buyers say they're influenced by the posts of their friends. So there is a correlation between activity that's not necessarily advertising activity, more organic activity of a peer set of seeing people, you know, especially amongst millennials, they are now right and ready to buy homes, right? Um, you know, maybe that generation hasn't been as quick to buy. Uh, certainly, you know, the landscape's changing um, as they, you know, now are getting into their late 20s and early 30s having children. So again, it's a platform where people are using their time to shop for real estate. And I think that's a very important delineation if I'm an agent or a broker or a property manager to know that that is a behavior that we see on platform and it's an important one to distinguish. They, you know, they the thing we hear a lot of is, well, you know, you're there for your friends and your family posts, but they're also here as shoppers yeah. and they're also here as consumers that you should be thinking about reaching. I, uh, I, I will tell you a funny story. I had a, we were out with a friend, um, my girlfriend and I were out with a friend who had jailbroken their iPhone. And so when you jailbreak your iPhone, you can do all sorts of cool little tricks and tweaks that I, Apple does not really want you to do. Yes. So this particular trick, uh, I, I will share only um, because it was such a funny, a funny thing. So this particular trick removed the advertising from um, from Instagram. So it was a little a little tweak that, and the person said, "This is great. I don't have to see any ads, and I can just see the posts." And my girlfriend uh, said, "I would never install that tweak." And I said, well, "Why not?" She goes, "I love the ads on Facebook and Instagram." And I said, "Really?" And and she, I said, "Why why is that?" She goes, "I can't tell you how many times I've seen um, a, a an advertisement that was had some great creative." Uh, had a great video or just great photos. And, and I have bought so many products. I, she's like, I cannot tell you how many things I have found 
through the Facebook platform that I wouldn't have found elsewhere. And, and some of these, these numbers really speak to that, where you say 168 million uh, Americans use Facebook daily. That is a massive, massive, massive number, right? And then the average person, the average US adult is spending over an hour a day on social, the average user. So there is so much there, um, whether, whether you're advertising or just providing great content through you know, your, your Facebook page or your, or, or your personal page, People are on there. They're looking, and they're only going to. We know that, according to this this uh, this study, we know that half of home buyers and sellers are only going to talk to one agent. So, what a great way to get in front of people. And and you know, I had my initial thought when I was out with with this friend who had had this tweaked. Uh, I was like, well, that's pretty cool. You don't have to look at ads. And my girlfriend's like, I would never ever do yeah. that. I love the ads because she learns so much. And Facebook. It's, and Instagram are great because over time they learn about your preferences and they really start to show you things that they think make make more sense for your particular you know um, interests. And so I think that is so cool. Yeah, and I think that you bring up a really interesting point about the merging of advertising and engagement. You know, if I'm starting to see ads and I'm engaging with that content, that means I'm going to see more real estate content. It gives you the opportunity to break through. Um, you know, there's a variety of ways and means in which that happens. You know, if you're happening to look for a certain type of product and then all of a sudden you notice you get a lot of that product, it's because, you know, the, the platform and the technology built behind it are to drive success. It's to actually, if you're showing that you're raising your hand, that you want to see that content, you're going to see more. But classic example, as you can see over my shoulder, I'm a diehard uh, soccer fan. And yeah. you know, inevitably, every weekend when I'm interacting with more of that content, that's what I see in my feed. It, it, it really does, you know, yeah. the, the design here is to give you more of what you want to see, less of what you don't. Um, and real estate is something that, you know, again, because the content is really universal, it's engaging, and when done right, can really attract a consumer. People want to watch it and, and interact with it. Um, the last thing I wanted to leave with just is the opening of the guide that I think is really important and um, DJ and I on, a, on the next episode can really dive into is the idea of self-service versus partners. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think is really interesting is that when we started our team a couple of years ago, um, there, you know, and, and you referenced this question earlier, you know, what do you do as a brokerage to help me with my Instagram and my Facebook sure. advertising. Yeah. Um, our team has worked tirelessly to work with some of the largest brokerage brands in the country, across the world, as well as working more closely with third-party technical partners to ensure that as they wanted to answer that question, what should I do, that we're at least collaborating with them on the tools that they're shipping out. So this report covers off on about seven different platforms, mostly brokerage led, um, that our team has had a real front row seat to collaboration and working on. Uh, I think the it's important because I know that sometimes there, you know, we've heard this from realtors that, you know, sometimes there's distrust in first party tools or you've had a bad experience maybe in the past when your brokerage rolled out whatever type of tool that they've, they've done. Um, the ones that are listed in this guide that DJ will post, really are, these are programs that, you know, our team has had a, a very, very collaborative relationship with um, the end providers. So whether it's Compass, whether it's Keller Williams, whether it's Exit, Realogy, um, sure. Realtor.com, Remax, um, we've been really in the trenches with them. To their credit, they've wanted our collaboration and help. 
Um, and so this is the first time that we've really come out and talked about if, you know, the use of Facebook in a self-service model is really, really hard unless you know what you're doing. Um, the tools can be complex. And if you tell, similar to the story we were just talking about, if you start engaging with content that you like, you get more of it. Similarly, if you tell our advertising, um, you know, machine learning and AI tools what you want to do, but it's not the right thing to do, the right outcome you want, you won't get the outcome you, you so desire. Simply right. put, because if you don't optimize for the right thing, it won't do the right thing. You've told it, I'm making this up. I want to go get page likes. Not that I would ever advocate that, by the way. I'm saying that on the, uh, on sure. the podcast here. That's not a business outcome that I would recommend working at Facebook and Instagram and knowing what I know about real estate. But if you accidentally in a self-service tool set that, we're going to go find people to do that versus thinking about lead generation, demand generation, brand awareness, all of those things that make up the sales funnel. And so um, this was the first time we really sat down and said, look, we've worked with these companies very closely um, and we need to make sure that agents know about their solution. We are working with a um, with several really great third-party companies. Um, right now we are working internally to find ways in which we can add to this report coming in the fall or the winter and really call out third parties that we also have a co tight collaborative relationship with that we vetted and worked with on their tool set. So that's the second part of this that will be coming. Um, but I think it's very, very important for agents to know that, you know, I walk the halls of a lot of conferences and I see the Facebook and the Instagram logo up. I don't know those companies. I don't know their tools or solutions. And sure. oftentimes when you really dig in, it's not um, what I would recommend using. So, you know, this is the first step in trying to help agents and brokers understand really, it, you know, who to use and why to use them. So um, more on that to come in the fall from a third party perspective. But I would say when you download the guide, if you're aligned to any of the uh, brands and or have a relationship uh, with any of these brands that are listed, I would seriously recommend looking at their tool set because they really have been closely collaborated on with our team um, to align to best practices for advertising, which DJ and I will get into in subsequent episodes of like, okay, Scott, why are you saying these? We're going to tell the story subsequently about why, because they align to product and best practices that we know drive success. And that's so important because uh, to Scott's point, if you are a, a real estate agent and you're looking to employ or, or have a partner to help you uh, navigate the, the social landscape with respect to posting or ads or, or content creation, um, boy, you have, there is no shortage of people that will uh, yeah. title themselves as a social expert, a social media expert. Um, and it is very difficult sometimes um, to find uh, that that right fit and to know exactly what expertise some of those ex some of those you know experts and quotes have and some of them are very good and some of them might not be. Um, so what what the, in this report shows is some of the partnerships where these third party providers are working directly in, and are integrated with Facebook um, and that Facebook has vetted. So I, I think that is a such a helpful thing because so many agents go, well, my friend has this friend that's really great at social, uh, you know, advertising or content creation. Should I go with them? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Um, and and anybody can 
can call themselves an expert. So it's yeah. nice to know that there are uh, integrated partners that Facebook has put their stamp of approval on and saying, you know, we, we trust this company and they do good work. Um, and, and so this guide towards the, the latter part of the guide goes through some of those existing partnerships. And then as Scott mentioned, the future, uh, future issues of this guide will we'll go into more detail and even talk about other partnerships. Yeah, and I think that, that you know, just to kind of put an end cap on this particular subject, you know, our job is to make sure that we provide the best solutions for you in the field. Um, there's no quid pro quo. This is, we've had a front row seat. The partners have worked really collaboratively with us. They have the right solutions. Um, and it, to DJ's point, it's really hard who to know. And I think more on the paid advertising side than the content creation side, because ultimately yeah. what's happening a lot is that agents are paying for ads, they're yeah. paying for services, and they're not seeing the results. And that's not right. That's not what we want as a platform. That's certainly, definitely not what we want. And it's, it's not fair to somebody who's putting their hard-earned money into the marketing of a property or themselves to be taken advantage of. And so I think, um, you know, it's amazing the work that we've, in the, the seat we've had, and it's been very collaborative. There's some amazing and wonderful people who have worked on these programs. In addition to um, amazing partners on the third-party side who really, really, really are reputable, do a lot of great work. Um, so I think the, the promise that we have have to the industry is that we will be more on our front foot and be more declarative about this and put in, you know, hopefully what we are working towards is a future state where we would have a program for third party companies that would be locally badged and accredited by Facebook, having gone through some sort of vetting process where everyone who would want to be badged would have that opportunity, would have that set playbook. So in other words, it's not slanted to, to work towards anybody's advantage. It's here are the metrics that we know are best practices. Do you meet them or do you not? And if you do, then there would be some sort of accreditation program so that, again, you know, similar to these port partners, you would know who to use. There are thousands of them. You know, I don't envision a world where we have thousands. I envision a world where we really work collaboratively with the best the most um, thoughtful and the people who really are trying to do right by either their own network of agents or the clients that they that they work with. So um, more on that to come and excited to you know talk more about that in the future. But I would say in the guide, if you happen to be an agent who is aligned to one of these end brands and you haven't used their advertising tools, I would definitely give it a try. I think the one thing we hear overwhelmingly is when agents make that shift from self-serve, we'll talk about the myth of boosting in a future episode. When you get beyond that and you start doing really great advertising on platform with a partner or a great UI, it makes all the difference in the world. It does. And they're, you know, Facebook's intention is they want you to continue to use the platform, whether it's through organic posting or, or through paid advertising, they want you using their platform because they know that it works. And we know that the vast, uh, a huge chunk of the country is on it regularly. So what we're going to continue to do in these series is, is start to unpack in more yeah. detail about specifically how you as the agent or the, or the brokerage starts to think about how how do we conduct ourselves on social? What are the ways in which we, we create content that is engaging to our audience? I will tell you uh, with our own podcast, I, I spent a tremendous amount of time with Scott and I were talking about website creation before we started. Mm -hmm. And I build, I build all of our websites for our company, which, uh, which is fun for me, but is a definitely a difficult job. And I re recently rebuilt our, um, 
our, our Keeping It Real podcast uh, website. And I think it looks great. And, and I, I, it, it looks good. And I've spent a lot of time on it. I'm really proud of it. However, <laughs> the vast majority of people who interact with us um, either download it, uh, our episodes through whatever app they're using, which is great, or they, they, they uh, watch our videos on Facebook or you know, comment there. That is where most of our engagement happens. As much as I would love to say, I built this amazing website and everyone shows up and they love it, we very rarely um, get a, a whole lot of feedback on our, our website um, because everyone's on social. So this is such a wonderful um, opportunity as agents to start to think about what is your presence like? How do you increase your, your reach um, and, and engagement? And how do you get more people who want what you offer um, to know about your services? And so we're going to go through everything uh, from really from A to Z um, over the time that we have uh, with Scott. But I think this is a great place to wrap up. So I will encourage everyone, if you are listening to this as an audio episode, it should, there should be a link in your notes to, to uh, see this particular, um, uh, this report. Uh, if you're on our Facebook site, it'll be right there. So you shouldn't have any problem finding it. Um, read through it. And then we're going to go through in more detail in future episodes exactly how to start implementing some of the, the these data points into your practice. Um, Scott, yeah, any, any, any final thoughts to wrap up? No, just we're, we are very excited for the report. The report is really one in a series of steps that we're going to take to be more active in the industry this year. Um, DJ and I were talking, the reason he and I were talking about websites is that we're working on our first external website, a Facebook for business slash real estate website, where things such as this report, case studies, strategies, videos, basically a hub for when you have a question, and again, you hear from a lot of different sources, we should have a place where you can go, a destination where you can have a lot of those questions answered. So hopefully uh, within the month that will launch where we worked really hard on it and we're super close to getting right over the hill. Um, and then again, like the, what I said earlier, the partner program, there are other things that we really want to be on our front foot um, to make sure that you hear from us as much as possible. And again, we have amazing ambassadors, amazing people who've done amazing things on our platform, but um, we also want to make sure you hear it directly from us since we live and breathe and, you know, we're, you know, this is the world that we live in each and every day, um, both Facebook and Instagram and messenger, but also real estate. So making sure that, you know, you as our end partner um, have an access point to us through things such as the guide and the website, um, the podcast, obviously with DJ and other things that we're hoping to bring to market in the next probably six, six to seven months. It's very exciting. So for, for everyone who is listening, if for some reason you don't see a link to this guide, find us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Uh, send us a message, say, I can't find the guide. I want to see it. Or you can send it through our website, which is keeping it real pod.com. Um, I want to make sure everybody sees this. It's a quick, it's a read, but it is a great read because it really helps set the stage for how important social or how relevant and important social is right now. Um, and how agents can start to think about, gosh, now what, God, where, where am I currently in, in my social marketing strategy 
or, or my stay in touch strategy, my retention strategy with my existing clients. And maybe you could start thinking about steps that you can take. And we're going to go into those steps in more detail. So we're going to make sure that everyone has access to this guide. Like I said, reach out to us if you don't see it or can't find it. We'll make sure we get it in your hands. Um, but Scott, thank you once again for, uh, for this uh, time. Um, we are so Absolutely. excited for this, this partnership. We, we, uh, we're big, big, huge fans. You are the reason why we have grown our podcast. Facebook has is, is been such so integral to us um, that we are excited to be able to, to help agents um, you know, with, with that content. And I'll also ask everybody before, uh, before uh, I sign off that, remind everyone to please tell a friend. That's the best way you can continue to support our show. Think about one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing from uh, Fireside Chats with Scott about Facebook or any of the other guests we have and just share, uh, share the podcast with them. That, that helps us. We, uh, we have been very fortunate that our listeners are so generous that they're willing to do that. Please continue to do that. And also um, continue to, um, to just, you know, follow us and also read this guide. I can't say it enough. Read this real estate guide. So we're going to get this to them. And uh, Scott, we will, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Um, so Absolutely. thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks as always, DJ. Really appreciate the time.